You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! And welcome to Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smoking Joe. I'm Brad Jackson. And it's official. It's October. It's it's the hoodies have come out. The ladies have started hunting down the the uh pumpkin spice lattes. And the cigar nerds are gonna talk about horror or horror adjacent movies for the next month. <laughs> Horrors? What? Yes, those two. Yeah, and hell, we got a skull on our on our table. If you're watching on the YouTube, so we're 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 fully into this the season already. So, what are we smoking this week, Brad? Uh, this week we are smoking the Diesel Atonement, which sounds like kind of heavy. <laughs> Atone for your sins and smoke thy cigar. <laughs> yes, oh, this wait, is not a, at all. <laughs> this is their uh, TAA release. Uh, only uh, whatever a thousand boxes made. Uh, you can pick these up at the cigar shop. They are a TAA retailer. I have to say this probably outside of like the, you know, pudgy monsters and stuff like that. This is my next favorite box. Yes. Cause they only come in like a little 10 count box, but the box looks like a book. I mean, it is actually like leather wrapped. I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, we got one sitting you know, right here on the table and you know, Check us out on Instagram. I'll post a picture of it. But this is probably one, yeah, the one of the coolest boxes I've seen. It's a Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Connecticut broadleaf binder, and an all Nicaraguan filler. It only comes in a six by fifty-two Toro, served in these little ten-count book boxes. Which hell, once it's done, you can freaking hide like a little little pistol or something in there, put it on your bookshelf. You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> like you know, for people that you know, like oh, cigar boxes make great storage, like. This one's right up my alley. Like I, I, I legit, you know, could put that in a bookcase with other books, and nobody would be none the wiser just looking at it from the binding on the rear. Yeah, I mean it. It's as much. I mean this Sumatra wrapper, broadleaf binder. It's supposed to be a. Uh, I mean, and also these are made by AJ Fernandez as well. So why not? <clears throat> yeah, I mean manufacturing and partnering with you know everybody out of the sun so <laughs> so we need a hit who do we call we call aj <laughs> but yeah it's and i think these are limited to you know just the six by 52s right yes yeah, so far it's only one size and only a thousand boxes made and this is a taa exclusive if yeah I'm not so mistaken. you have to go to a taa retailer or find one that sells them online Usually there's one or two per state, so if you're not local to us, there's probably one somewhere uh, somewhere near you. And to go with our kind of spooky season, uh, we're going to talk about a new vampire movie, or well, came out I think last month, but Day Shift. Yeah, the story of Snoop Dogg and Jamie Foxx hunting vampires. <laughs> And if you're going to hunt vampires in L.A., you should call on the Strike Force. StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use your promo code Cigar Nerds for 20% off your order. You know, it's not a, quite a silver bullet, but it does come in a little tin pouch that uh, looks silvery. So you might I mean, be able to... at some point, they'll probably add garlic to... <laughs> yeah, mix some garlic in there. You can spit it in vampires' faces as, as a weapon. 
keep you energized for your your mission. Just right off the bat, this the cigar brings more to the table than I was anticipating. Yeah, diesels they've not made it into my daily smoke rotation. But some of these like like but this it's it's I mean little little so bit of pepper and spice. I'll, I this like smokes that. like a full flavor Nicaraguan, but with that you know Ecuadorian Sumatra you know um and Connecticut like it just switches up the mix a little bit. Like I'm I'm not a big Connecticut fan, but right now I'm really digging this cigar, and maybe that's because I just really wanted to have a cigar. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. I mean, notes of leather, wood, earthiness, you know. I mean, it's, it's too early to say it's strong, but it feels like it's going to have a little bit of a kick to it. I mean, just right off the rip, I was like, ooh, that's spicy. I like it. Yeah, like the regular diesels, I mean, the, what was the one we tried? The Delirium. I, I, I like that one, and I like the uh, the whiskey cask better than the, uh, the sherry cask. But, yeah, for some reason, diesel, you know, the ones I've tried... I've, I've liked, but it's not kind of become a, a regular smoke. They finally make one of them like, ooh, this could be a regular smoke, but it's a limited edition, so they're going to be gone in a couple months, and I'm going to be like, oh. And I always think of a name like Diesel, you know, like Rolling Coal, like, you know, all of your cigars would be black as soot and every, but no, that's not the case at all. No, they've all had, like, good kind of complexity and, uh, and you know, varying levels of strength, but it's not like, you know, you think Diesel, yeah, you think Diesel's like, yeah, hardcore, we're going to, like, you know. Freaking roll coal, as they say in the in the South. <laughs> People in West Virginia are like, man, we make our money mining coal. We don't roll it. The only thing we do is roll it out of a mine. And, you know, R.I.P. to the coal miner's daughter who just uh, passed away. Loretta Lynn. That was an unintentional segue, but beautifully <laughs> executed, my friend. Oh, And with that, we'll be right back. Every time I turn around, every time they hear my sound, they keep me all up underground. Still inside the box, from what they say, just be a black folk black and gets ahead. How can this true gangster share? Still outside the box. We came from a place where our hearts are pure. People want to know what we're marching for. Grouped up, scooped up all my pals. Flavor for days, so much style. They can't even put it in a box now. Stepped out, gave a smile. Wait a while. Excuse me, Snoopy, can we get a flick? I ain't really tripping, gonna take this shit. Bruh, it's really gonna be about getting love. And that's only because I give love. I stand up for it, I manned up for it Like a brother post to, went through, go through Going through, knowing you, showing you, flowing to And the mentor to grow into Let bygones be bygones So you can be an icon like And welcome back It is time to uh, start off the spooky season with a Do you even count this as a horror movie? Or is this an action movie with vampires? Dude, this is Phenomenal action Like I I was blown away, but at the same time, like, there's a lightheartedness, there's, you know, a bit of, you know, drama and family bonding and, you know, <laughs> and comedy and, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I gotta say, it's, it's no Snoop Dogg hood of horror. <laughs> I mean, before we even get into, like, 
kind of the, the plot and stuff. This is a Netflix original, uh, and they've been killing it with like, I mean, theaters are so fucked because like the streaming services are making great. It used to be that was the lesser than like, oh, that went straight to video. But now it's like straight to video is like where it's at. <laughs> well, I think, you know, and, and this is going to segue a little bit for nerd news. But, you know, if you look at Hollywood right now, it's like they're just trying to recapitalize on the retro 80s and 90s vibe. You know, yeah, nobody's doing anything new these days, or even the uh, uh, like. The, we're we're at such a kind of dead zone for theatrical releases. Top Gun is still playing, like it's still in theaters now because there's nothing else coming coming out. Oh yeah, I, I literally you know was just hanging out with you know a buddy from work, and that's where they're headed to now is to watch it for like the fifth time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I... Like, that movie is still making bank. Yeah, I mean, I have didn't have anything to do last night, and I'm like, man, I should go see a movie, and I just, like, bring up the what's playing in the theaters because I wanted to get out of the house, and it's like, a bunch of shit that I've never heard of and Top Gun. And I'm like, well, I've already seen <laughs> Top Gun, so I guess I'm going to go to the like Netflix. A, like, so I've been doing a lot of flights traveling, you know, lately, and that is still by far... When you look at all the little seatback TVs, Top Gun is the one, you know, <laughs> still being played on most of the flights that I've been on. Uh, I mean, we missed uh, Clerks 3. It was only briefly in theaters. And so, yeah, hopefully we get to see that at some point whenever it makes its way to... Because right now it's on tour. <laughs> so, and I don't know if I'll be around to see it in, in, in the tour, but uh, eventually it'll hit video. But yeah, we're talking about the action. This is a fucking action movie with vampires. And because, like, some of the people behind the film are the same people who did, like, fight choreography and, and all that shit on the John Wick films. So even though this is kind of a campy, almost comedic action horror, when there's action, it's the most bad. It's like, it's like this is the only part of the movie they take seriously. They, they, they're like, eh. Goofy guys fighting vampires, you know, to pay off his ex-wife. And then it's like, oh, when the fight scenes break out, you're like, God damn, it's some John Wick shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, the fact that it wasn't just true Hollywood, everything has unlimited ammo capacities. Like, no, there's reloading, there's hand-to-hand -hand combat. Like, there's a wide variety. Like, you know, we talked about could Blade, you know, be remade, you know, and still have the same feelings. Well, it's already happening. It's coming out next year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but will it be the same? I don't know yet. But, you know, this gives me hope. You know, like, I mean. I'm just waiting for that Midnight Suns movie that they haven't announced yet with, like, Blade and uh, <laughs> Moon Knight. <laughs> and hopefully Man-Thing. But we'll probably talk about that next time. Are you week. trying to mansplain? No, Man-Thing. He's like, oh, okay. He's like Marvel's version of Swamp Thing. Ah. <laughs> it's like the more I look at comic stuff, the more I'm like, I don't know who ripped off who, but there's so many things like DC and Marvel are like, this is the same shit. <laughs> it's a great idea. Uh, we can't use this. So this is now Fishman and Mermaid. <laughs> Not Mermaid. Mermaid. <laughs> it's Merman. It's <laughs> a dude uh, fish. Mer neutral. 
<laughs> you know, that way we can, you know, appease the gender what about community. A made myrrh where it's the top half is a fish and the bottom half is a person. It's like reversed. Whoa. <laughs> Sadly, I'm trying to visualize it. It just does not compute. <laughs> this is bad as a senator, where it's like a human with a with a horse head instead of a human with a horse body. Yeah, but I mean, at least <laughs> at least that works. Bojack Horseman. <laughs> I don't know. Can't talk about mermaids and not talk about you know metalocalypse and mermaid murder. <laughs> mermaid murder. Yeah. So another thing that's kind of interesting about this, I mean. Well, from the title, it's called Day Shift. Just about every vampire movie you watch, it's dark, it's gritty. Like, Blade, I don't think he ever went out in the sunlight, except to get his medication that one episode. But uh, this thing pretty much entirely shot in the daylight. Well, I mean, what they did is they took, you know, Twilight and like, okay, our vampires aren't going to sparkle in the sunlight. They're just going to apply sunscreen. <laughs> so, they, didn't they do that in like the first Blade movie? Like They had like, you know, fucking FPS 3000. <laughs> it would work for a little while. I don't know. I always just remembered like the, you know, blacked out windows and everything else. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like the fact that, you know, when this film got serious, it got serious, and it, you know, tugged at the heartstrings a little bit, but, you know, by and large, like, it was just a good, you know, almost, I don't know, almost comedy, but... I mean, you can't have Jamie, Fo even when Jamie Foxx is, like, serious, he's still funny at times, and... Jamie, like, can we say Jamie Foxx is probably one of the best actors we are, not even actor, like best uh, performer we have today. Because the dude can do everything. I mean, he can do comedy. He can do, I mean, he he can sing better than like most like performing artists now. And then the dude can also be like a freaking action star if he wants to be. It's like there's nothing fucking Jamie Foxx can't do at this point. It's 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 kind of infuriating that like man, I wish I had at least like a quarter of his talent. Maybe you do. You just haven't unlocked your full potential yet. I'm but just really good at things vampire, that aren't profitable. <laughs> if you were a vampire, then you could do all things. Yeah, because then you got you got time. <laughs> but I mean, in this movie, uh, of course, Jamie Foxx plays Bud Jablonski, a uh, a uh, um, non-union vampire hunter. <laughs> oh. And we'll, we'll get to the union here in a second, but the way the movie starts off with him just, before you even know about vampires or whatnot, he's like, here's the pool boy. He's cleaning the pools, and as soon as the neighbors leave, it's like, secret compartment with his bag full of, like, shotguns and his, like, battle belt and putting on his, uh, I'm like, is this dude a hitman or, or is something going on? And then he goes in there and, like, that first fight scene with the old lady, we were like, I was like, oh shit, this is not like comedic vampire movie. Like this shit is like, that's like like five minutes in and you got like the most like legit fight scene going on with him, like fighting a damn gymnast contortionist, uh, vampire old lady. <laughs> no grandma tits though. 
no, no grandma tits, thankfully. I thought we were about to get some grandma tits. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're setting it up. But no, I think I think Hollywood's finally done with that. <laughs> Until the next Evil Dead film. Speaking of Evil Dead, the like black blood vomit like all over him. And then him turning to run and like slips and falls in it. I'm like, all right, cool. Even in like this badass fight scene, you take time for some some slapstick comedy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I think that's what kind of gave it the you know, sort of lightheartedness, but at the same time like you realize like, you know, the stakes are real. And I I don't know. I mean, I guess I appreciate it cuz it didn't take itself too seriously, but at the same time it wasn't just so cheesy that it's like I can only appreciate this because nobody else will. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, you know, fatal future. It's not my fault nobody else has good taste in film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it was like that that whole fight with the old lady. I was like it's 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 so it the movie switches gears where it's like it's kind of like you said lighthearted and even you know a little bit goofy at times, but it's like, oh, time for a fight scene. We're in, like, John Wick mode now. <laughs> well, I mean, not even the fight and even, scenes, like, the, comedy, like, the like, car chase scenes yes, and everything like... else. Like, I'm like, shit, you guys did that better than Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I mean, it it was had way better action sequences than it probably deserved. <laughs> and it, uh, so I, was, so I, mean, I was like, after it was over, I was like, holy shit, this is a badass movie. I mean... And you got to give it up for Snoop Dogg, you know. I mean, he is legitimately the man in black. Seeing Snoop Dogg repping the cowboy hat, like, he's not to be fucked with. Yeah, so, basically, Jamie Foxx finds out his ex-wife needs some money or she's moving to Florida and taking the kid with her. So he's like, i got to get ten grand in the next three or four days. And being a independent vampire hunter does not pay the bills because i got to sell my apparently like vampire teeth or like currency. So there's like, I guess a bounty on vampires where you kill a vampire, you cash in their teeth, but since he's not union, he can only sell them to like shady pawn shop dudes. But uh, so he calls Apparently he had been in the union and got kicked out cause he's a little bit of a loose cannon and he calls his old buddy, big J to that. He apparently served in, uh, <laughs> I just Af- Afghanistan with big, John, big bad John. <laughs> so yeah, John gets him one more chance with the union, and when they show up to like go visit the union office, it's Snoop motherfucking D O double G playing a redneck. I was like, way to go against like typecasting. You know, it's very easy. Like, oh, we're gonna make Snoop Dogg some like inner city gangster, but no, he rolls up in a lifted Dodge Ram, cowboy boots, duster fucking cowboy hat just in like a you know, big country belt buckle i'm like it's good look snoop <laughs> like he's got I a like cowboy snoop and he's he's like i'm on, i'm a cowboy baby i mean he gets out with that giant blunt he's smoking on there and just what's up baby because you can't have snoop dog without snoop dog smoking some blunts and if you're gonna fight vampires, like I feel like you got to be in some kind of headspace, like so. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Like, you gotta work on that vampire. That may be PTSD. why you know the uh, the West Coast, you know, is like 
they're on to something. They're like, no, we got vampires and shit. Like, people need to de-stress. <laughs> like, we just haven't realized it yet here over on the East Coast. Throw some garlic in your blunt. You just, like, make clouds. You and your puff out a cloud. It's like, oh, I'm burning. <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, you don't like the flavor of a little garlic in your cigar? <laughs> I've never tried a garlic flavored cigar. Um, can't say I'd be like. I mean, I get people that you know enjoy their flavored cigars, but if somebody was like, "Oh, this is a garlic parmesan," you know, like <laughs> hell to the nizzle, nah. Yeah, and apparently the uh, Vampire Hunters Union uh, is located under a uh, dry cleaner. They go in there and you. Know, given the code words to get in and it's funny too because like every girl that they run into snoops like you know tipping the, the hat ma'am <laughs> and they're like "Ooh, call me and it's all like snoop dog is a is an older gentleman now you know you, you kind of forget that because he looks the same as he always has but he's like yeah he's in his what 50s now so it's like all the ladies that he was hitting on was age appropriate i'm like that's that's inventive. I've not you know, usually it's like gonna be some young hottie, but like no, they gave Snoop like age appropriate uh girls to hit on, which I'm like that's I appreciate that. That's that's something you don't see every day in Hollywood. <laughs> so I mean they're in the valley dealing with vampires. Cobra Cash show up. We're, yeah, <laughs> I mean vampires. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering like <laughs> Where are all of our karate, you know? Like, are we going to have a crossover now? You know, Snoop Dogg's now a sensei? <laughs> like, that's, that's the next season of uh, Cobra Kai. they got to well, fight I vampires. Mean, uh, maybe Jamie Foxx says, as a sensei. Like, I got moves. You need to learn these. I also have weapons you've never seen or heard of. Because there's things bigger. Whoa! What if there is some kind of crazy spinoff where it's like... Oh, we were going to do this, you know, international tournament, but the vampires are a threat. So now, like, anybody (laughs) with any, you know, fighting skill is called to... Well, uh, these are all, like, Netflix originals. So what if they do, like, a crazy (laughs) crossover where it's, like, Cobra Kai Day Shift? Or, uh, what was that other Jamie Foxx movie where he had, like, superpowers and shit? Like, everyone had, like, animal-based superpowers? (laughs) Those uh, guys are fighting vampires now. It's, uh... So we're going to have, like, the Jamie Foxx verse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what? This just makes me want to see. This is the problem here. You, you and I joke about this shit. But, you know, people that appreciate good film, like, I guarantee you this is how the conversation started around <laughs> Sharknado. Like, a couple of guys bullshitting, and they just happen to grab the right person's ear. It's like... We want to put sharks in tornadoes, man. Like, that's just as far out of an idea as we just proposed. Yeah. Like, it's like we need a lawyer. We need some copyright. Like, I feel like everyone needs that one, like, person that just, like, allows you to do dumb shit. You know, it's like, man, we should, like, make a movie about sharks and natos and be like, cool, I know a guy. We can get funding for that. You're like, uh, dude, I was just bullshit. Now I gotta actually make that shit. Kind of like this podcast. I'm like, you know, I got a lot of opinions. I should make a podcast. You're like, Audio engineering is not that hard. Like, we can, like, do that over the weekend. I'm like, oh, fuck, now I gotta do it. <laughs> Everyone uh, needs that one person where oh, you say fuck. something stupid. They're like, all right, this is how you now do I it. Now I need a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But this this movie made me want to see like a modern Blade movie with you know legit action stuff. I just love the fact too that you know with all the vampire tropes and stereotypes, like they actually referenced fucking Twilight. <laughs> yeah, because the leader of the uh, vampire hunters union hates Jamie Foxx and wants him to like fail. And he's like, all right, I'll give you one more shot, but you're going to have to have a union rep with you at all times. And it's basically a nerd rookie who knows the book back to Ford, but has never been actually out in the field. And now it turns into like almost like a buddy cop thing where Jamie Foxx is now saddled with this rookie <coughs> who's really there just to piss his pants. <laughs> yeah. Report on him and get him fired. But they eventually kind of become friends uh, after I, a while. I think something like burying the hatchet comes to mind. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, but yeah, he's like he's like, "Man, it's you, this is the real world out here. If you fuck up, you get yourself killed. It's not like, you know, Breaking Dawn Part 2 or Twilight." And, shit. and he's like, "Dude, you know way a lot about the Twilight films." He's like, "All right, I got a daughter and I kind of He's like, "No, no, man, the fucking Twilight movies are great." <laughs> Have you seen like whatever? And he's like, no, not yet. He's like, oh man, I, I can't wait to like <laughs> this one. It's like start bonding over. <laughs> he's like this like badass like tough dude. He's like, all right, yeah, I watch I watch the Twilight movies. <laughs> Here, here's one. As in a world where vampires actually exist, what do you think vampires think of bad vampire movies? Do they? Is it like me when I watch cop movies and I'm like, man, they wouldn't do that shit. It's like vampires sitting around watching Twilight and they're going, this is bullshit. <laughs> Do vampires have time for, like, I guess so. I mean, what else? I mean, they live forever. Eventually, you get bored and got to do something. I mean, fuck, these vampires had day jobs. Like, one of them was a real estate agent. Yeah, true. <laughs> Which, I, don't, I don't know. Like, that that, that part was actually kind of cool. Um, very mafia-esque. Where yeah, it's like, like she's taking over the valley and becoming, like, the greatest uh, real estate agent. So she can basically build subdivisions full of vampires so she can kind of like sneak in her whole army to eventually like rise up and take over the the world and also apparently take take out any competing vampire clans because you know her guys are loaded up with like vampire uh, bullets <laughs> wood silver tipped wood AK rounds I'm like nice and I like Jamie Foxx. Like uh, and I, I kind of like the idea, too, you know, of the, like, garlic-coated, you know, uh, fucking shotgun rounds and stuff. Like, Yeah, he was, because uh, there's a sequence where when the rookie first has to go on the road with him, he takes him to his, like, mini storage slash vampire hunter workroom. And he's taking, like, I think it's, like, teak wood and dipping it in lead making or silver and making basically silver wood uh 12 gauge like buckshot and stuff because he's like you know they you put the you know wood inside of them and it keeps them from like regenerating and shit i'm like it's kind of a cool way to like bring firearms into <laughs> vampire hunting without just like those things are ineffective i gotta use my stake and my sword but uh and and sometimes that's just not enough yeah <laughs> sometimes you need a some piano wire dipped in silver to <laughs> But I always chop people's heads off. So did it explain the silver with the vampires? 
Like, I always thought Silver was more of a werewolf thing. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not the most well, you know, prepared for a vampire outbreak, because I would not have Silver on hand. No, and it kind of varies from genre to genre. Like, I think, like, different books and different movies always do it different. But, yeah, some of them, like, sil- they're, they can't t- they're, like, allergic to Silver. They can't touch it. You touch them with a piece of Silver, it burns them. And then some others I've heard it's like iron. They don't like iron. You can hit them with a fucking piece of iron. So, it, yeah, it kind of... I guess silver is like... So I guess being a vampire isn't very metal. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> you just gotta get that cheap chrome-plated shit. You'd be good. <laughs> just can't do any real stuff. White gold. You'll be good with white gold. <laughs> platinum, too. You, you can wear platinum. You just Sounds can't. Racist. No silver. <laughs> God. How are we still on a network? <laughs> Uh, well, we were on a network up until this episode. <laughs> it devolved. Oh, but yeah, his first hunt out, homeboy just straight pisses himself. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me of that like Adam Sandler uh, thing. Where he's like, "No, nah, don't worry, man. Everybody pisses himself the first time." Did you piss yourself? Well, no, but you know, most people piss themselves the first time. Don't worry about it, dude. You know, because at first he's like, "Fuck this guy," and then eventually, like, "All right, he's just a, kind of a dumb kid," and he's. And over his head, like, I'll try to, like, you know, educate him and, and, and so he doesn't get himself killed. But the, uh, whatever, fighting vampires in the bowling alley, and it's like a fucking vampire, uh, football team. They've <laughs> even got a, a vampire cheerleader. Very Buffy-esque. I was, I was really disappointed that, you know, I mean, they did say it had been closed for 18 months, but it's a bowling alley, like seeing somebody slide down, you know, a lane, you know, and getting a pin through the heart or something, like... <laughs> that would have been cool. It's missed opportunity to throw some bowling balls at people, too. Just... It's like, whatever. Strike, motherfucker! I mean, if you know anything from action movies, you gotta say something cool right before you, you kill somebody. <laughs> oh, there were some great one-liners in this film. Like... As I was watching, I was like, ha, I'm going to remember that for the podcast. Guess what I don't remember for the podcast? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the, uh, the, uh, the other vampire lore that I don't think I've ever seen that they've added is he's like, oh, yeah, when vampires die, they'll puke on you or release, like, a gas that other vampires can, can smell. So you got to go home and take a shower and make sure uh, you get all that stuff. So I've I've developed this, like special bath powder that that kills it, but it burns like a motherfucker. And whatever you do, don't get in your butt. He's like, make sure you don't get in your eyes, but especially don't get in your butthole. <laughs> like the next day he sees him, he's like, how it goes, man. He's like, not good. I got some of that in my butthole. It was way worse than you said it was. He's like, I know, man. <laughs> oh, so if you, if you need to take a you know, vampire bath, Careful of your butthole. Alright, alright. Mind the beehole. Got it. So that's step one. <laughs> like, I almost feel like we needed a, you know, World War, you know, Z or a zombie land, you know, like, these <laughs> Here's are the, the rules. ten rules of, you know, field operations when you're hunting vampires. Oh, and then the, probably the second best, uh, or not second best, but the next badass action sequence is when he runs into the, the two like 
brothers. They've, they've tracked some vampires down to one of these uh, subdivisions. And it's the, uh, whatever, Nazarian brothers. And it's kind of cool that, like, you see all the hunters have their own, like, cover. Because, you know, some random person rolls up in front of somebody's house. You know, you can't just advertise vampire hunters are us, you know. Well, even then, like, a car, an an unusual car in a neighborhood, some Karen's going to call the cops. Like, hey, there's a suspicious vehicle out in front of my neighbor's house. So Jamie Foxx poses as a... I mean, dude, it worked for the Ghostbusters. They legitimately had that shit plastered all over Echo (laughs) 1. What do we do? We bust ghosts, like vampire busters. But Jamie Foxx's day you know, day story cover is he's a pool boy. And the N- Nazarian brothers are uh, like home electronics installers. So it's like no one would question that parked out in front of a house in a, in a neighborhood. I'm like, ah, oh, homeboy's getting a new new stereo. But wh- where's all that gunshot and screaming coming from over there? Oh, no, they're just watching action movies, testing out the new surround sound system. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, why don't we just, this might be a big job. Why don't we just like team up and we'll split the split the money and go in and turns out the the house is a a hive that is full of fucking vampires and the next best like action sequence of of that movie i mean the fighting in that and then the two brothers too because they're like it's jamie fox and uh uh seth uh played by dave uh franco yeah they're very like you know individual fighting but the two brothers they've been doing it so long it's like i'm out throw mag across the room hell in one part he like racks around off a vampire's head and his brother catches the round in his pistol to shoot the other it's like like i realistic ballet it was it was i mean it's completely unrealistic but their foot is it the way they were going back and forth in that fight was amazing that legitimately made me want to be like that was awesome hey joe I'm going to eject this round. You catch yours in the chamber. <laughs> like, see how many takes until we, we get it. We need to do a Mythbusters style thing exactly. where we, uh, like, we I, try to do that. <laughs> I, I feel like it could happen. we gotta start. We got to start with like a shotgun. Something that has a big ejection port. And work our way to pistols. <laughs> like the freaking whatever spear that turns into nunchucks and like the staff that's like a sword. I'm like, I, that's probably my favorite fight scene in the movie is those. I mean, Jamie Foxx was doing, doing some work. Even, you know, Dave Franco didn't die. I don't know. I thought it was cool that, you know, we were talking about our, our union rep turned field guy. Um, but the vampire that he gets encountered with, that's the fucking contortionist. Like just crawls out of the fucking (laughs) vent. Like, Oh hell no. (laughs) Like, God damn it, now we got vampire spiders? The fuck? Uh, this is why you need a flame, flamethrower. But then again, you can't, you lose your money. Because the one thing is like, you know, quizzing him. And he's like, hey, how do you kill a vampire? And he's like, this, this, and this. Like, well, you forgot about fire. He's like, no, I didn't forget about fire because I make my money selling teeth. Why the hell do I want to burn my money? So no fire. But that case, probably should use some fire. <laughs> this is burn this fucking house down. I do like killing the per- the the kill with the uh, flat screen TV, where he pulls it down on top of that person's head and then kicks the TV and like decapitates their head. And he's like, "Yeah, head up." <laughs> I was like, "All right, that was that was pretty good." Uh, really makes me want to get like a ballistics gel and us break a TV or a monitor 
<laughs> I'm not sure that that would actually happen. Oh, vampires might have more hardy bodies. You know, they might be a little little tougher. I don't think you could put a human's head and make a perfect. I mean, you'd probably break somebody's neck with a TV. I don't think you're gonna get like the head completely through a perfect hole. That was an awful thin TV, though. I mean, maybe that's why we need MythBusters back to answer these questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. The freaking knife boots too, doing crazy jump kick. Like it's that fight scene is so ridiculous, but it's like this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> the cinematography and the choreography of it all just like I, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's one of those. It's like I could be watching this in a theater and I would not be disappointed. No, is this one like? A lot of the times I'm like, ah, cool, I don't have to go anywhere, I don't have to wait in line, I don't have to buy a ticket, I can just watch it on my TV while I'm smoking a cigar, but this one is like, I almost want that big screen experience, especially for later on when you find out that the old lady that uh, he killed in the first fight was actually the daughter of the head vampire of this area, because she left and when she came back to like get her, her daughter had grown up and was like 80 by the time she got turned. So she, so like, you know, she's pissed off cause he killed her daughter and he's, and she's been working hard to, uh, track him down and, you know, decides to jump him at his, like her, his daughter's at some birthday party. And so they're like, you know, we're going to kill your whole, or we're going to turn your daughter and kill your wife and everything else for revenge. So they get jumped at that party and his like what, six late sixties Chevy truck is like, that thing is like, it looks like an old junker that would blend in, but that thing is badass. He's like, all right, buckle up, sweetie. And like puts on like the fucking four point racing harness. And then it gets into like this epic car chase through LA with like trophy trucks and like dirt bikes and like just a like just a rolling fight. It's like a fight scene in, with cars. And I was like, this is better than some... Like you said, better than some of the shit I've seen in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I was like, this absolutely. is fucking awesome. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> the daughter's playing Mario Kart the whole time. <laughs> He's like, put on your earphones, honey. Like, yeah. Dad's going to be doing some swerving. Just just keep a look at the iPad. Yeah, we call this special driving. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell your mother. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And then when she she takes off her, she's like, "I'm done with my race, but you like you need some help." Like, and starts so like, you know, fucking giving him like the co-driver shit. Turn left, turn right, car. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I like the fact too that like the shit that was happening, you know, on her screen and the <laughs> game is the shit that is happening, you know, outside the vehicle. But she's just, you know, it's so like, lost in her own little world, so innocent. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's like. Man, I could really use one of those blue turtle shells right now. <laughs> a garlic pill. I'm surprised this is like he didn't have some kind of like weapon, like vehicle mounted weapon. You hit a button, fucking machine guns come out of the hood or some shit. Went full like James Bond. I mean, Blade's car prop had shit like that in it. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like union versus non-union, like. You're down on your luck. Like, you're not gonna have the funds for all that nonsense. Of yeah, ammo's ammo's expensive. Speaking of which, when he goes to the pawn, the shady pawn shop guy to like sell him the the teeth, it's uh, old what's his name uh, who's 
I always remember him as uh, the freaking Russian Grim Reaper from uh, Bad Boys 2. <laughs> that dude's been in, like, uh, he hell is the devil in, like, the Constantine movies, speaking of uh, Keanu Reeves and John Wick. Peter well, was... uh, Stormare. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool, too, like, how, like, it's almost like trees, you know? Counting the rings on a tree to determine its age, but they do that with, you know, the teeth. Like the teeth and, length yes. or whatever. They, they continuously grow. It's, it's like, like, oh, no, oh, this, one no is... this one's 10 years from being an elder. <laughs> <laughs> like, in fucking typical Shady Ponch. Oh, yeah, that looks to be, you know, worth about 20000 Ah, but this and this and this. I'll give you 800 Oh, fucker, we went from 20000 to 800 Or the one, like, he's like, oh, this one right here is, like, a very new vampire. It's not worth anything. And then when he turns the teeth in, he's like, oh, this is worth nine. This is, like, a 90-year-old tooth. He's like, oh, really? Huh, you, you don't say. <laughs> like, fucker's been scamming me all this time. And you can tell this movie is, uh... Like I said, a lot of the people behind John Wick did a lot of the extra stuff. There are so many Terran tactical guns in this movie. Like, Jamie Foxx's, like, primary weapon is a Terran tactical combat master with dice uh, in the grip that he calls, like, uh, what, snake, snake eyes. eyes or something like that. That is a badass pistol. I'm like, oh, I want, I want one of those. But, yeah, fucking pretty much everyone is, like, rocking some kind of uh, Terran tactical uh, $1, gun $1,500, apparently, is what it takes to acquire one. And a yes. man down on his luck. <laughs> Actually, it's more than that because I was just talking about in the film. But it—that's kind of—it costs fifteen hundred dollars. But you have to; the gun is separate. It's fifteen hundred dollars worth of work. So you got to buy a Glock, send it to Terran, and then it costs you fifteen hundred dollars for him to send you back a Combat Master. <laughs> Don't have one of those in my collection yet, but goddamn, I want one. <laughs> Hell, his new his new shit. The oh, was it the uh, Sand Viper? It's like fucking two thousand dollar pistol. It's ridiculous. You got to be like you know Demolition Ranch, uh, fucking YouTube rich to afford one of those. Like I got to have way more than the twenty five subscribers we have now on YouTube before I can buy me a, uh, <laughs> a Sand Viper. Dude, it's not all about YouTube. We got thirty thousand folks worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, we need sponsors. Sponsor us and buy us guns. <laughs> I'll need to buy a shitload of Strike Force. <laughs> Look, when we reach X amount of subscribers, I will light Joe's next cigar using a dragging breath round. <laughs> <laughs> no, we get one of those Elon Musk, not a flamethrowers. <laughs> That's when we hit a next tier. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I feel like it is. I feel like the flamethrower though would be. I don't know. Would you have more control with that than? I mean, the dragon's breath. You don't really have any control. What's coming out of the end of the barrel? Like, yeah, there's a lot of buckshot also involved in that. So yeah, I think I think we could have more control with the flamethrower. You might, might need. I mean, I've already burnt the shit out of my arm. So get like a safety glove or something. <laughs> we might be able to get. I got some welding enough. gloves. Yeah, I need longer welding gloves because, yeah, I roasted my fucking arm. <laughs> Dude, your arm looks like my legs. <laughs> yeah, it's like I had a pulled pork accident. <laughs> Burnt myself pulling my pork. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mama always warned you about, you know, playing with your meats. That one day you'd get burned. 
And here's the thing I want to know about vampires. Is part of, like, vampire lore, as soon as you get turned into a vampire, you become a ninja master? Because I can understand other vampires I, knowing how to fight. I don't know that fight. you become a ninja master, but I think maybe that you just become so enraged and, like, so... And say, you know, like, I guess thirsty. I mean, they don't really eat; they they drink. So, but it's maybe like... maybe that's the fact. They're they're so fucking hangry <laughs> that you know, like, I'm sick of this diet of blood. I just want to fucking eat something. But as a vampire, I don't actually eat because you know we don't pee or poop, so there's no digestion. And that means they're full of shit. <laughs> But it's like, all right, I can understand like Blade movies, whatever. Some of these vampires being skilled fighters because they've had a couple hundred years to to train. But Seth, you know, the the main vampire later does does capture uh, uh, Jamie Foxx, Bud's wife and daughter, and killed his uh, his partner. Well, no, they already answered that, and this goes back to what we were talking about with Cobra Kai and you know the crossover, like. This right here is about to set the stage. So we saw in Cobra Kai, Tori, she had to summon her inner anger and she managed to break the stone. And that same advice was given to the new Ling, you know, <laughs> you have to summon the rage. Once the rage is summoned, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, he's day one vampire and he's been a pussy up to this point, but he's doing like freaking crazy flip kicks and... All kind of shit. I'm like... But then again, I think maybe some of that comes with... The whatever heightened... Uh, not awareness, but uh, muscle control, I guess. Well, I mean, He's like, maybe... I've seen this shit in the movie, but now I'm physically powerful enough to pull it off. But it's like, yeah, it's like... So you're a vampire now? You can do ninjutsu. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But then again, if they operate like a hive... You know, sort of like <laughs> one person knows what they're doing, and the rest of them, uh, you know, vicariously, uh, you know, it's a uh, what was that shit from uh, from uh, uh, whatever, not Twilight, the oh, God. the the, the they other don't sparkle. God damn it, we already went through this. No, the uh, the vampire versus werewolf movies. Oh, ah, uh, Jesus Christ, lichens, and you know, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Underworld. Underworld. They have that, like, uh, whatever, genetic memory. Where whatever they, uh, happened to that series? Where they feed on, they suck somebody's blood, and then all of a sudden they remember all the shit they remember. So maybe they like, all right, you're going to have to eat this uh, martial artist, and then you're all going to get ninja powers. Yeah. Why haven't we got another Underworld? Do we need another one? How many are there? There's probably, like, ten of them that I don't even know out right now. I mean, that's what I watching freaking uh, Kill Count, I found out there was two Chucky movies I've not seen yet. <laughs> but I think there's only five Underworlds, if I'm if I'm correct in that. But hell, they may have been some um, some come out that I haven't heard of yet. I don't know how we missed two Chucky movies, but yeah, there's two we've not well, seen yet. <laughs> and apparently it. there's a whole series that I, on sci-fi that I've not watched yet either that I, I missed out on somehow. I knew about the sci-fi series. Um, are you talking... Not Bride of Chucky, but the... There's two more after Bride, or after Seed. There's Cult of Chucky and something else that I can't remember the name of the 
I don't know. This probably went directly to DVD, and neither one of us probably even have a DVD player anymore. <laughs> All I know is, I was watching Kill Count. There was two extra Freddies that have not, or uh, Chucky movies that I've not seen. I mean, it's fucking kid Kill Count. You know, they're probably living in the future. We just haven't got there yet. True enough. True enough. So yeah, they capture his family and they they try to feed him to his partner, but they find out oh it's not like other movies where vampires like immediately lose their soul. He's like I'm hungry as shit, but I'm still Seth. Like you're my buddy. I don't I'm hungry and all, but I I don't want to kill you. Like I I'll, I'll help you. And then you find out like the hot neighbor that was there just to spy on him. She's like. No, this lady's a bitch. Like, I wouldn't work for her if unless I had to. Why didn't he have his neck bitey brace on? <laughs> like. Should have wore the brace. Yeah, I mean. Chewed the know, uh, garlic gum. And the, you know, the first field encounter. Like, why, why didn't you keep that, dude, until at a time that you, you knew that you wouldn't be vampire fodder? <laughs> yeah, but the hot nurse lady that lives next door that uh, turns out she's like also like, no, this lady's a bitch. She she like turns people against their will. Like I'm not one of the followers. Like I, I'm a nurse. I drink blood from leftover blood from the hospital. Like I'm not out killing people. Like, Whoa, is that why there's always a blood shortage? Yep. <laughs> and if you were a vampire that didn't want to kill people, is that not like the best job? Hell, the fucking uh, blood drive people at Dragon Con, man. You can be a vampire in that and just like, you know, one for them, one for me. And just like sneak out with a, Fucking cooler full of, uh, f- full of blood. It, it, it's con, dude. People just assume, oh, you got some kind of alcoholic fruit punch. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they're, apparently there's a... I mean, when people say con after dark, maybe, maybe that's a whole new thing then, you That's know. where the vampires are. <laughs> Fuck, there's like one of those blade blood raves in the basement. <laughs> I'm thinking of a whole other movie idea now. I mean, you had you t- had that whatever one book that took place at a <laughs> at a con. Yeah, it's like vampires uh, starting a con <laughs> to lure lure in nerds and and feed on them. It's like dust till dawn, but nerdy. We need to become film producers. <laughs> we need some serious financial backing. So yeah, they roll up in the, and like Stranger Things fashion, the uh, vampire temple is under a mall. Uh, <laughs> it just so happens it's the same mall from Stranger Things. That's what I thought. I saw, cause I, I, sometimes I look and see where these things are filmed, but I didn't even look to see if this was filmed in Atlanta, but I'm like, that looks an awful lot like the old uh, Gwinnett Place Mall from Stranger Things. <laughs> and even like the, the bowling alley, I'm like, that kind of looks like... The area next to uh, Paranoia Haunted House. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to look up the uh, filming locations on this and see if we're we're right. But yeah, it should definitely looked familiar. This will be one of those like it was filmed in a foreign country. It's like, <laughs> gosh, could we have been more wrong? It's like the whole time I didn't know Cobra Kai was filmed here. <laughs> I assumed that was was L.A. I mean, it's a Netflix series, dude. You gotta assume it's filmed in Atlanta. Yeah. If it's if it's Marvel or Netflix, it's filmed in Atlanta. But uh, yeah, I, I still like Homeboys. Like you know, just le- he's still a nerd, just learned to be a vampire, and they he gets shot, and he's like, "Oh, I've been shot!" And she's like, "Dumbass, you're a vampire now." They're shooting lead. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, uh, apparently that was Hawthorne Plaza. This was all shot in California. Okay, so looks- this is 
shot and filmed on location with the men and women of local vampire hunting <laughs> unions. But yeah, that abandoned mall looked a whole lot like our abandoned mall, <laughs> at least from the outside. <laughs> every mall looks like every mall. <laughs> yeah, true. They're all like same company. There's fucking, you know, copy and paste. Oh, but yeah, then Big J shows up to to save the day. Fucking most badass engine. Yeah, they're all pinned down. They're like, yeah, we can take on these 30 vampires with AKs. And like, oh, no, we can't. We're pinned down. And then he rolls in with that Dodge Ram, just gets out, fucking trench coat, and, and freaking Jimmy Hall's like, it's the black cowboy. And then pulls out Big Bertha, the freaking minigun, and just goes, burr. <laughs> Big Bertha goes, burr. <laughs> I want to see an action movie with Snoop Dogg now. <laughs> I want to see the sequel to Day Shift where it's just Big J. Like, let's follow him for a day. Well, I think at this point it would... Maybe a prequel. Well, like... no. The end of the movie, he yeah. didn't die. Whoa, spoiler. I haven't <laughs> seen the end of the movie. <laughs> I'm just talking about this shit on the Day Shift. I'm just on Wikipedia, man. I haven't <laughs> even seen this movie yet. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Yeah. All right. As much as we said, like the gunplay in these movies are great. I got to point out the one like huge firearms mistake they made in this movie. Like once Snoop and uh, Jamie Foxx go in into the bowels of the uh, of the mall, they find like this armory where they're like prepping for their their war and they pick up some AKs and a Jamie Foxx grabs a sweet M4 that does not have an optic on it. It does have two flip-up iron sights that he never flips up. I mean, he even puts the gun up to his face and aims it properly. I mean, his gun-handling skills are on point, but at no point does he have working sights on this fucking rifle through the whole gunfight. Dude, it's CQB. <laughs> okay? He's not taking, you know, 20, 30-yard shots. He's six feet away. Like... You just got to point the barrel at that point and click. Like, they're not going for headshots. I mean, that's the kind of the only way I can excuse it. But, yeah, you see him, like, bringing it up and just kind of aiming down the barrel. I'm like, dude, you got flip-up sights, man. The barrel's straight. You know the bullet's <laughs> going that way. That was the only thing that was like, all right, that looks fucked up. <laughs> oh, and, of course, uh, you know, Big J gets bit. Sights but, uh, are expensive now, okay? You can't can't even get the basic bus for less than a hundred bucks <laughs> uh vampires on a budget <laughs> vampires budget in addition <laughs> yeah you know and then snoop's like go get your family i got this and just fucking dual wield like you know you know ties off his uh his uh rag over his wound and just starts murking vampires and when he's all out of ammo you think he's he's Friggin' opens up his shirt and he's got like some kind of UV bomb strapped to the front of his plate carrier and he's like, West Side for life, motherfuckers <laughs> And sets off the the uh UV bomb there to kill all the vampires. And then you get whatever vampire henchman, like yeah, Uber vampire fighting uh Seth and and then you know, nurse lady. <laughs> Fucking rip his arms off and shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think we do get a sequel, though. 
I think it's time to meet El Jean. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like the, like they're like it's like the, the vampire white whale where it's like you know this is like the oldest of the old vampires and he's he's supposedly laying low in L.A. running the drug trade and whoever gets him is going to be like fucking millionaires. So, so yeah, we get the second movie and it's like them going like turns out this this legend is actually real and and they they got to go after him. All right, so which famous rapper is it going to be? We bring in Dr. Dre. <laughs> bring back Snoop and Dre. Dude, that makes sense because in the first film, motherfuckers, they forgot about Dre. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn. Oh, it's a gangster rap dad joke. <laughs> Dude, I keep it true. Oh. I run these streets. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh. And that head vampire lady with like the super speed, she beats the fuck out of Jamie Foxx for a minute. Even his daughter's like, get up, daddy. And he's like, I'm trying. And she's like, try harder. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'll be right with you, kid. <laughs> but if you go back to his very first fight, he's like, ah, the uh, the piano wire trick works every time. And finally, you know, she thinks he's out of ammo and runs up to to rip his throat out and ding right into the wire. But at the same time, we've learned that decapitation alone is not enough to kill some vampire. Maybe she doesn't kill her. Just put her head in a box. She can't regenerate. It. She can't find her head. I mean, yeah. Guess, guess that's sort of anticlimactic. <laughs> it's like. How did the sand? I don't know. Snoop rolled a blunt, and you know, crazy vampire ladies' heads in a box. <laughs> yeah, and they as they're leaving, they no body, but they find Snoop's hat, and he's like, "You've earned it, kid." And gives it to uh, Seth, and I like the the union guy shows up. He's like, ah, I finally got you. You violated this rule, and uh, Seth is like, since he's like fucking knows the entire book, he's like, "Well, sir." This other rule trumps that rule. Oh, yeah, well, he violated this rule. No, sir. This rule overrides that rule. Well, what about this rule? It was rescinded. He's like, fuck. Well, you're never getting that promotion. He's like, I don't need it now. I'm a fucking vampire. I'm a, uh, whatever, a field guy now, motherfucker. (laughs) He's like, welcome to the motherfucking day shift. (laughs) And, of course. What was the accountant's name that he was trying to, is it Carol? uh, Yeah, I think so. Is that supposed to be a uh, play on Fuck Carol Baskins? <laughs> Maybe. Not a lot, of, not a lot of love for people named Carols. <laughs> like Carol may just have become the new Karen. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you know, how many people like born a Karen? And it was like I had no nothing to do with this. I was named Karen before the the bad rap of Karens, uh, and they got to deal with this shit. Kind of feel bad for him. Little... Are the people that just woke? It's like. Fuck no! I mean, literally, I just got out of bed. I'm, I'm, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Like, <laughs> what's this wokeness you're talking of? Oh, and Steve Howey and Scott Atkins as the Nazarian, Nazarian brothers, which were probably one of my favorite characters. Dude, that, that was a great dynamic duo. Oh, uh, and you know, of course, his like wife's like, "You're a freaking vampire hunter." He's like, "That's why you've been lying to me all these years. Like all this time, I think you're just like some douchebag." And he's like, "You're actually like a fucking superhero." He's like, all right, like, so we should get back together. She's like, sure, but you, no, no more lies. He's like, yeah, 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 sure, just, just the regular lies. <laughs> Not gonna lie about the vampires no more. <laughs> and of course, 
the very end, they're driving off, uh, heading home, happy family. And you see Snoop crawl up out of the sewer. He survived. And the throwback to other vampire movies, it's the quotes from, uh, if you, if you're a fan of the lost boys, you remember grandpa at the end saves up and shows up and saves everybody. He's like, one thing I hate about this town, it's all the goddamn vampires. But Snoop just rolls up, lights his blunt, and he's like, it's one thing I love about L.A. It's all the damn vampires. <laughs> I'm like, slow cap. Good job, Snoop. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was very fitting, you know. I mean, you can't have Snoop and Snoop not be smoking a blunt. Like, <laughs> Yeah, this was the directing debut of J.J. Perry. And I definitely want to see, they of anything that we've seen, and a lot of the Netflix stuff, you get, it's a one-and-done movie. It's not like a big studio where it's like, oh, this made money, we immediately got to make a sequel. Netflix hasn't done a lot of sequelizing stuff unless it's like a series. The movies have mostly been one-and-done. Of anything, I think this definitely deserves a sequel. I would. I don't know what the numbers on this one was, but I would definitely watch these characters again. Well, I think if the numbers aren't great, it's just because word hasn't spread how great of a film this is. And I think once enough influencers watch it and catch on, like it'll be the you know, hey, have you seen this? Because I mean. Dude, it's it, it's action, it's comedy, it's drama, it you know. It's Even a the full trailer, package. I'm like, it's Snoop Dogg and Jamie Foxx versus vampires. This is probably going to be silly. And then I, I'm like, oh, this is badass. Like, I had to recommend it to like everyone. I'm like, dude, don't sleep on this. If you've if you've not watched this yet, you've got to go see uh see this fucking movie. Yeah, we probably should have led with that. <laughs> not closed with that. <laughs> so. Is there anything we've not talked about from the movie that you're like, that was awesome? Do you have a favorite moment? Funny moments when dude loses his head and is like struggling with keeping his fucking head on. <laughs> well, that's why I was saying, like, you know, decapitation doesn't work. And it's like, you know, the body, like, I said, you just got to keep little, separated. A little bit more to the right. Nope, keep coming. Almost there. All right, gently now. That's one thing, too, is kind of cool that there's different speed. There's like, they said there's five different species of vampires. Like the uber vampires, uh, decapitation doesn't kill them. Uh, and then there's like the spider vampires, which are those weird freaking contortionist motherfuckers. And there's like Southern and Eastern vampires. It's like never really seen a movie that's like, oh no, there's different like levels of vampire or different species of vampire out there. Yeah. No, having the, the different, whoa. All right. Now that head lady's gone. This is where El Jefe returns. <laughs> no. I see. Like, we're going to have, like, a gangland episode of Vampire. Because, you know, now there's no longer that joining force. All of the sects are going to be it's divided. It's going to be, uh, you know, so. Gang warfare in L.A. for the sequel. You know. Or. Tupac and Biggie repping the, uh, the East Coast. And, uh, you know, Snoop and Jamie Foxx repping West Coast. Like... <laughs> Epic rap, rap battles of vampire lore. And it's like some vampire movies, if you're just bit, you turn. In other vampire movies, biting's not enough to turn you. You have to also drink the blood of the other vampire before they'll, you'll... What if, in this world, it's the only a bite will turn you, 
and Snoop is now a vampire, and in the next movie, he's the new vampire leader. I don't know. They're not going to make Snoop a bad guy. Nah, he's... <laughs> he's too friendly. Fan- friendly. He's He's got his weed business. He's trying to get off the ground and everything else. Like nah. Vamping blunts. He he's... starts a vampire-friendly uh, weed distributor. <laughs> Fantasy! The... That, that's kind of the missed thing here. Like, with Snoop, you would think there would be a dispensary or something that, you know, he's holed up in. <laughs> uh... But the uh, the union headquarters that was a cool. I would, I was like, fuck it, I don't want to be a vampire hunter. Hang out at this place, dude, sitting around smoking cigars, playing poker, talking about killing vampires. I'm like, fuck, place is cool. Yeah, but is it though? Is it too much damn politics, man? I'm I'm a, 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 a independent hunter. So, uh, what do you think of this here? Uh, have we atoned for the atonement? I don't know that we've atoned, but I've definitely <laughs> gained an appreciation. Like, I mean, this thing is still coming at me with the spice and the, you know, woodiness and, you know. And it definitely had a strength to it, too. It's, it's like, and I love a peppery cigar, and this one's got that, that pepper hit. And like I said, it just kind of builds. It doesn't really, sometimes they, they kind of uh, less lessen out on the back end, where this one, is, it's still going strong. I'm like. Unfortunately, like we said, it's a kind of an limited edition, so it's not it's it's here for a good time, not for a long time. So uh, definitely go pick one of these up uh, while you still can. You know, hell, I may go grab a couple more and just throw my humidor for for a special occasion. Because, uh, and I mean they're not they're not priced at a special occasion cigar. It's just either. that it's I limited, mean, yeah. so I don't want to like you know smoke them up like now. Like save it's kind of like when it. we discovered the rabid reindeer and you're like oh shit. This is just a stronger MX2. I really dig it, but, you know, when it was gone, it was gone. But, man, I love those $75 boxes while they were around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's all we got for you this week. We probably got at least one more episode this month, so we'll hit you out, hit you with some other kind of spookiness, uh, fi- figure out another horror movie to watch uh, this month uh, for the Cigar Nerds uh, October. And also, every haunted house is open now, so... Haven't had a chance to go hit any yet, but go check out your local haunted houses. There's uh, always some good ones out there. You know, I'm always partial to Netherworld here in Georgia. We also got uh, Folklore, Paranoia. We hit Paranoia last year. That was a good haunt. So there's, there's a, a ton a of them. Wooded, or a haunted like hayride, wooded attraction, blacklight place like up in Jasper, and like the reviews for that have surprisingly been you know pretty good. And I'm like. You know, I do, every Halloween, I do a lot of haunted houses, but I don't do too many of the haunted hayrides and yeah, stuff, and, you know, I'm done like... done one of those in forever. You know, like... I might they, have to go try that one out. And the old Camp Blood down in South Georgia. <laughs> There's a... We're in a good area for haunts around here, so yeah, definitely go see what's see what's available to you and uh, and check them check them out. And with that, we'll be right back. Down vans with my best friend, Buck. Darkest night, light as day. Move, bitch, get out the way. We don't play, I'm here to hurt the bang, bang, bang. Bitch, it's Big Bertha. Pick you apart, stick to your heart, leave you in sunlight. Cause I am the Don, call me Big John. This is for one night. 
The sun keep coming, vamps keep running, we keep gunning. We came to pack it up, baby, just back it up. This is spectacular, I kill Dracula. Inglewood, Hollywood, in your hood. It don't matter, cause the kill is good. Big John is back with Big Bud. Big John is back with Big Bud. Big John is back with Big Bud. Big John, Big Bud. Mowing down fans with my best friend, Bud. Yes, 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 yes. Come on. Well, Mowing down fans with my best friend, Bud. It was the dawn of another podcast. The Epsilon 3 is a dream given form. It's a home away from home for three guys to watch a 90s sci fi classic TV show. Three guys with microphones over 3,249 miles apart, all alone in the night. The year is 2021. The name of the station is Babylon 5. The name of the podcast is the Epsilon 3. Veer, bring me a drink. And welcome back. It's time for some science. I didn't even realize we did this segment anymore. Yeah, I know. It's like we've we've had a bunch of Dragon Con uh, stuff, uh, and now we've actually got to come up with, with things again. Well, plants now can wield machetes. I mean, that's, that's you know, October horror related. Now you have the uh, Jason of plants. <laughs> oh, God. It sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like... And the video looks crazy as hell, too. Well, apparently uh, plants can control robots now because plants have nerves and produce tiny electrical signals just like other living things. See there, vegans? You're fucking hurting and murdering plants. Get and off your now they horse. can murder you back. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have a, le- a leafy cyborg uprising soon. So... An artist and researcher, David Bowen, basically... David Bowie? No, Bowen. Uh, mapped a... Sensors to a ficus plant and attached that to an industrial robotic arm and then gave it a machete. So, uh, <laughs> signals from the plant can control this arm wielding a machete. I mean, they don't think it can think and can like really control the arm, so, but it... It looks kind of scary. This thing, this like freaking angrily sw- spinning a <laughs> a machete around. Maybe that's why they say make sure to talk and sing to your plants. They appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, somebody's probably already figured this out. Like, oh no, I remember the uh, the plant machete murders of nineteen thirty six. Yeah, I said essentially the plant is the brain of the robot controlling the machete, determining how it swings, jabs, slices, and interacts in the space. They say while it looks menacing and sometimes even deliberate, the movements are entirely random and the philodendron is not aware of its newfound power. However, it looks really cool. (laughs) The slicing, uh, and apparently this is a thing this guy does, uh, the slicing philodendron is is joining other plant electronics experiments duty, including a spinach that can send emails and another plant that he hooked up to fly a drone. Uh, missed opportunity to use a can of spam. 
No, I mean, like, this this email is not spam. It was sent by spam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're always worried about fucking Skynet. Uh, apparently, it's, we don't have to worry about Skynet. It's 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 not an AI that takes over the robots. It's pissed off houseplants. Kind of like that movie, uh, The Happening, <laughs> where the plants started making everybody kill themselves. It's like the fucking Terminator houseplant uh, crossover. Speaking of Skynet, uh, Elon Musk is building uh, Terminators now, apparently. Again, we don't know if he's uh, our savior or the next Bond villain. Dude, he's he's exactly what you always describe you want. I want a villain that I can like. (laughs) (laughs) True enough. He'll smoke weed with uh, Joe Rogan, and then he'll try to take over the world. (laughs) Well... One tweet at a time. Musk reveals Tesla robot uh, called Optimus, which is a humanoid-looking robot. You know, it's bipedal, has arms, hands, and legs. But at the same time, it's not nearly as good as some of the Boston Dynamic robots we've uh, we've seen so far. Its uh, its debut was a little underwhelming uh, at Tesla AI Day 2022. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they, you know, this bot just kind of shovels out waves at everybody. And like, he's like, the last time we did this, it was a guy in a suit for like a kind of a proof of concept, but this is what we're building. But now this is actually a real robot. It's working. But as soon as it like walks out and waves at everybody, they hooked it up to like some kind of like prop to keep it from falling over. (laughs) So it's, it's not ready to take over the world yet, or at least, uh, you know, Elon may be underplaying it, but. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, freaking Boston Dynamics are building robots that can do backflips and shit, so uh, I'm not sure if I'm scared of uh, Tesla bot just yet. And even... That's um, just to make you underestimate it. Yeah. And even uh, they said that the Tesla is aiming for something a little bit different, where other companies that have very more gymnastic uh, robots, they're more interested in, in building an actual, like, artificial intelligence. He said they're... They're working more on the brain of the bot than the actual physicality of the bot. Because most of these cool, fancy robots you see doing crazy shit are remote controlled. There's, you know, they're human inputs controlling these things where they're trying to build a AI brain and, you know, for this body where it's, uh, you know, able to kind of navigate and figure out shit on his own. And also costs only $20,000, uh, versus some of the, uh, the Boston dynamic stuff that is a uh, way more expensive, but yeah, but I don't know that whole, uh, we're trying to build an AI for this bot is almost a little bit scarier. Cause like, all right, your bot's not, I'm able to fight this bot off in the, uh, in the robot apocalypse, the way it moves now, but you're starting to sound like you're building Skynet there, Elon. <laughs> more than a little bit. But then again, as dumb as humans are, or maybe we into, really maybe have we to worry a when up, we get a thing called Tesla Dynamics. <laughs> yeah, he just he just goes stops trying to like, uh, no, we're not building Skynet. Here's our Sky uh, Web uh, <laughs> AI. Like that sounds an awful lot like a net there, Elon. What you doing? <laughs> but who's gonna stop him? There's the. Boston Dynamics turns out to be the like savior of us. It's like Tesla bot versus 
an army of Boston dynamic dogs. Those things got machine guns and shit on them now, so. This is the next World War IV where we fought with robots. Huh. Or there's that Russian Terminator bot that can dual wield Glocks. That thing's kind of scary. At least Elon isn't isn't arming his robots yet. <laughs> yet. There's still yet. time. Or at least not the bots he's publicly announced. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Black Rifle Coffee put a minigun in a Tesla, so maybe they're <laughs> doing the work for Elon. <laughs> uh, but speaking of, I mean, as dumb as some people are getting in the world, maybe we need the uh, the robots just to take over. Speaking of shitty day, people who are full of shit, because, you know, vampires don't poop. Woman hospitalized for three days after dog poops in her mouth. Uh, was she asleep? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so this should, this should warn you against letting your dog sleep in the bed. A woman uh, taking a nap uh, with her mouth open, hospitalized after her daughter's chihuahua, uh, named Belle, took a liquidy shit in her mouth. Apparently the dog had a stomach bug and had the squirts, and homegirl just got squirted right in the mouth. <laughs> Not enough toothpaste and mouthwash in the world. <laughs> yes. Amanda Gomo uh, uh, suffered a rare uh, gastrointestinal infection uh, after the dog pooped on her. Said she uh, spent the night uh, uh, vomiting and uh, had uh, whatever muscle cramps all over her body and eventually had to be transported to the hospital because of cramps and dehydration from all the, the vomiting. Uh, where she spent three days uh, in the hospital, and her, you know, basically her discharge was uh, suffered gastrointestinal infection caused by dog defecating in the mouth, uh, something doctors had never witnessed before. <laughs> Guess there's a first time for everything. Yeah, so if you're a snorer and sleep with your mouth open, maybe not put let your d- dog sleep in the bed. This is further proof that chihuahuas are assholes. Of all the, I'm not afraid of the pit bull. Fucking chihuahuas are assholes. <laughs> well, they got little dog syndrome. I've been attacked by more chihuahuas than I've ever been attacked by a fucking pit bull. <laughs> pit bull can do, uh, do more damage, but fucking chihuahuas are, like, vicious. <laughs> and they'll sneak up on you and poop in your mouth. Oh, he slimed me, Ray. <laughs> oh, and speaking of conspiracies... Play the brown note. The CIA is trying to bring back mammoths. That sounds like a mammoth of a tell. <laughs> yes, uh, apparently uh, there's a new, well, I say new because it's not like they've made like eight movies about why this is a bad idea, but scientists are working on a thing they're dubbed uh, de-extinction, where scientists attempt Genetic cloning of ancient DNA to resurrect species that have previously gone extinct. I feel like there's been a movie series sort of about this. Yeah, especially, and they never turn out good. It's always like, yeah, y'all shouldn't do that. And science is like, hmm, we should do that. Ian Malcolm, when he said, nature will find a way. (laughs) Well, not only that, but, you know, 
Nobody ever stopped to think because we could, if we should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, while some scientists have recently announced uh, trying to bring back the Tasmanian tiger, uh, several companies are investing money, including a, the CIA has a venture capital firm uh, that is investing in a company called Colossal Biosciences that are trying to bring back the woolly mammoth. I guess the tiger needs something to eat. Well, the, you know, kind of the question in this article is why is the CIA doing this? And the uh, what they have said was, you know, uh, freaking, uh, it's called NQTEL. It's a nonprofit venture capital fund funded by the CIA. Uh, basically released a statement saying the investment is less about the animals in question and more about the capabilities of the technology, which sounds kind of scary. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a whole lot of, uh, you know, money funneling into... Cloning technology? Yeah, I don't know, though. Going to build, like, their clone Terminators? Or was that movie, uh, whatever, uh, Universal Soldier? Is that what the CIA is working on? It says, The government wishes to have eyes and ears on the latest advances in biotechnology as the resurrection of an extinct species would mark a technological leap with implications across everything from conservation to medicine, such technology could shape ecosystems through the reintroduction of organisms, a form of ecological engineering that may form part of a national disputes of tomorrow. Yeah, that didn't, you know, alleviate any of my concerns about the CIA investing in cloning. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think mean... we, like we, we said, like the Jurassic Park has been kind of a, a probably a bad idea. I think there's just as many movies about cloning that's also like, this seems like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why can't we just have, like, a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or something? <laughs> Can we just get the shrink ray? That would be sweet. But that's all I got for you this week. Uh, we're back with some science, and hell, we'll have some science next time. And we'll be right back. And now it's time for all things nerdy in Nerd News. And welcome to this rendition of Nerd News. Yeah, news! And in this news, uh, we're going to continue with the spooky theme. Uh, we got our actual full official trailer for the upcoming Tim Burton Wednesday film. And at first I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel. But now, after seeing the full trailer and everything, it's like, you know what? I think I'm going to enjoy this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, uh... Of, of all the... It it looks good. It's, it's, uh... I think it's going to be its own unique, you know, sort of twist, like, standalone, like... You know, a it, lot better than just... Hey, this thing was nostalgic, so let's reboot it. Yeah, and it's a much older Wednesday, um, you know, high school age Wednesday dealing with uh, murderous drama from the looks of it. Very kind of a, like a mystery show. Uh, and the the girl playing Wednesday, uh, the last thing I seen her in was when we did uh, Babysitters, the the Babysitter, the second movie of that. She was kind of one of the co leads of that, and. And I gotta say, the people they've chosen for the rest of the Adams, uh, 
freaking uh was it Luis uh the guy playing uh Gomez. He's been in like everything. I think I think it's Luis Gomez. That guy's always cool and shit. And Catherine Zeta Jones as uh you know Mama Adams, she is still fine. <laughs> Like I, I watched uh when Amanda was watching she the even uh, aged. No, yeah, like Amanda was watching the fucking Zorro movies the other day and like I saw this trailer, I'm like, damn, she is still hot. <laughs> uh so yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to this. This is this looks like it's gonna be a like a fun uh, uh mystery horror type show. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, never fear at Nevermore Academy. Although I gotta say, like the trailer and the way that they chopped up, painted black, and everything else, <laughs> yeah. like, dude, that's such a fitting. You yeah, know, that new title. trailer is like it's like a whatever a classical version of, like, because I was like, wait a minute, this song sounds is that painted black? I'm like, oh fuck, it is. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and not too much longer on this one. November twenty third is the anticipated release date, so I guess that'll be that. I wonder yeah. if that's a Wednesday. I don't know. I have to look that up. If, if if not, then that <laughs> if is... not, they've missed a golden opportunity to uh, to uh, release that. Yes, it is. November twenty third is a Wednesday, so we're bringing uh, it Wednesday I on have Wednesday. Known some marketing guru somewhere would have figured it out. <laughs> I was gonna carve my niche, but oh well, maybe next time. Ah, uh, moving right along. Uh let's let's go a little further back in history. Gonna go back in time. Yeah, it's not gonna be so. Uh... So joyful it appears, but uh, another trailer for Bunker, you know, kind of a World War One. Uh... Yeah, and like from from the start of it, it kind of reminded me of a movie I watched. It was like Valley of the Dead, which was like a like a World War Two zombie movie. But I didn't really see any monsters in this. So I'm like, I can't tell if this is just. It looks like a unit gets trapped in a bunker that they're investigating after a airstrike or artillery strike. And then they just kind of go crazy and start killing each other. I'm like, I don't know if this is just a psychological horror where everyone goes crazy or if there's some kind of monster they're, they're facing causing them to go crazy. It, it's not real clear from the trailer, but it definitely, if you like claustrophobic psychological horror, <laughs> this might be well, the movie I mean... for you. You know, at the same time, like, I kind of felt like, you know, there's been a lot of World War II dramas and stuff like that. But oftentimes in history, like, World War One sort of gets overlooked yeah, we don't a get a whole. We haven't had a whole lot of World War One movies. Uh, I mean, there was that whatever, uh, one that came out a couple years ago, I can't remember the name of. Uh, but, yeah, it's like, that's kind of, it's kind of a an untapped, uh, <laughs> maybe it's like, all right, we've done enough. Vietnam and World War Two movies. Let's let's start going uh going farther back. Yeah, so I I don't know. I mean, to me, kind of looks creepy, and you know, just I don't know. I mean, it definitely sets the tone for you know Halloween. So, um, and in fact, uh, you know, it had its world premiere yesterday at the uh, Buffalo uh, International Film Festival. So. And it looks like they're going to screen at Horror Fest, Film Quest, and, you know, some additional um, festivals that are yet to be announced. So, 
you can get an early, you know, screening, or we can wait for a 2023 theatrical release, whenever the <laughs> hell that's going to be. Like everything, it's like you know, it's gonna come out sometime eventually. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just hope that you know there is some big misdirection. Otherwise, it's like did the trailer just give us the whole story, which isn't really a whole lot. And... Yeah, because I couldn't tell if there's an actual threat they're dealing with or if they're just going fucking crazy it's like yeah it's one of those trailers that actually doesn't give away the story or it did and we didn't know it <laughs> yeah i don't know that's to be determined i don't i mean it was fun it was creepy it was halloweenish so it made it to news yay we're that desperate <laughs> um up next we had vampires in, you know, the valley. We've oh. had vampires in Brooklyn. <laughs> yes. But, you know, it looks like there's something... I don't even know what the hell to call this outside of a creature. And Are we talking Lair? This is another trailer for a movie called The Lair. Um, and it looked like this could be a new Resident Evil movie. Well, so this is the guy that did... You remember the movie The Descent? Yes. So, you know, did Descent... Dog Soldiers, I don't think I ever saw I that, one. Saw that one. Either. And then Doomsday, which I've seen, but I can't say it was all that memorable. <laughs> um, yeah, the creatures look a lot like liquors from <laughs> Resident Evil. Yeah. It definitely had a <coughs> Resident Evil vibe. Where, and again, a war set thing where it looks like somebody goes in a bunker and releases some kind of creature uh, in the middle of a war zone. World War Three gear- gearing up. Maybe. Is that... Is that what Hollywood's hinting at? They've already got the inside scoop, so... Hey, this war, it's gonna be all bioweapons and shit, so, you know... <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. I, You know, because, I mean, this one here, you know, lady shot down over Afghanistan and, you know, finds refuge where, you know, in an underground bunker where none other than men made biological weapons and half human and half aliens are awakened. <laughs> so, um, and it involves the Russians. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So I, I don't know, you know, um, <laughs> space Russia. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a fuck. If anybody's watching, we've not talked about it yet. The Andor series it almost looks like Disney has gotten lazy with. I mean, they, Star Wars has always like made props out of existing items, but it looks like the Rebels blaster rifles are just straight up AK forty sevens that they've modified just a little bit. And uh, whatever uh, the AK guy Brandon Herrera did a video on this, and he's like, if they're using AKs, that means the existence of a space Russia and a space Kalishnikov. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So this one's just in time for Halloween. Video demand October 28th, but, you know, it looks like Shudder and RJ, RLJE will release in select theaters as well. So I'm not sure what video on demand services, you know. Yeah, it doesn't specify. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't know. Like, am I missing out on Shudder? It's like Netflix, but just horror. Yeah. Uh if you're from people that I know that have it there that are horror fans are like, it's awesome. Cause like it has everything, but I don't know if I, I do like horror, but I don't know if I like horror enough to like watch nothing but horror. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I did do dig 
But then again, like, at the same time, like, there's just certain... There's certain ones for me that are just timeless and entertaining. And sometimes I run across a gem that I enjoy. Um, but, yeah. Um, Assuming at some point you just got to fill content. So there's probably some, like, really cheesy ones on there, too. There's probably some good stuff. And, and see, that some, like, may be what beavers. I would, you know, like, Sometimes really the bad fall down some is, rabbit uh, holes. Like uh, Blood Gnome. Ju- yeah, or fucking what, Zombiever and... Yeah. <laughs> What is that zombie uh, stoner movie we watched that one time? It's like, yeah, sometimes bad horror is just as good as, like, like good horror. Stoner zombies? <laughs> yes. Uh, Jesus. All right, well, if you're not into creatures, the macabre, you know, the biological warfare side of things, um, something else that's coming down is Run, Sweetheart, Run. And, you know, this is basically a single mom broke up from a bad relationship, set up by a boss with a client, and turns out he may not be the man she thought he was. Yeah, it's like the old trope of human hunting, but uh, this time in a urban setting. Yeah. And she usually it's like, you know, we're going to lure you out to this jungle island and hunt you for sport, where this one is just like... Hey, you had a bad tender date. Now I'm going to hunt you through the city, and if you make it to morning, I'll let you live. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, like, House of a Thousand Corpses. Run, rabbit, run! Like, <laughs> but we replaced rabbit with sweetheart, you know. So yeah. And it's a Bloomhouse movie. Bloomhouse usually does good, uh, good horror. So this one definitely uh, piques my interest. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I guess Ella Belenska from New Charlie's Angels. Hmm. Um, it's going to be our lead role. And, yeah. Trying to figure out. So, it was premiered at Sundance, and I don't see a release date on this one just yet. Hmm. Interesting. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I'm sure it's there somewhere. <laughs> this is where Joe fills in with a tidbit of pointless dad jokes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't got any. Cool. <laughs> dad Taint. jokes. I don't think that works here. Uh, and I guess for our last two things... Well, no, actually we have the system trailer um i'm a big fan of prison documentaries and whatnot <laughs> i enjoy watching people behind old ca- tyrese gibson and, and not to beat you know downplay Lil yachty <laughs> oh yeah little yachty <laughs> yeah it's a prison fight club movie <laughs> i mean i felt like they did this before like other like all right. i am i am sure i have seen this story before in other movies but the action looks pretty good. It's like freaking Jailhouse Mortal Kombat. And Jeremy Pivens as the batshit crazy uh, cigar-smoking warden of the prison that's running the the fight club. I always like J- Jeremy Piven when he can just be like just fucking over-the-top crazy. <laughs> it's always entertaining to watch. Absolutely. Uh, this one here, for folks that are interested, will be debuting October 28, 2022. Just in time for Halloween. Down with the system. Whoa. 
I feel like that should have been the sickness, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, dude, if they don't, you know, have like a uh, system of a down, fuck the system. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> or if the movie really sucks, that might just be this. <laughs> Could be either way. Who knows? Uh, Super Mario Brothers starring our, you know, beloved Chris Pratt. It's a me, a Mario. But he never says it's a me, a Mario, and he doesn't even. Well, I mean, he sounds like vaguely Italian, but he doesn't sound like racial, racially stereotypical Italian, like most of our Marios do. So it's kind of like looks cool and all, but I don't know if he sounds like Mario yet. <laughs> then again, you don't get a whole lot of Mario in the Mario trailer. It's mostly no. Bowser. I mean, you know, like and the Bowser last... looks like a bad motherfucker. <laughs> oh, dude! I mean, Bowser's a beast, man. Like. <laughs> People throwing snowballs at him? He's just like, no, I'm burning your castle to the fucking ground. <laughs> Give me the infinite star of power. It is like this. flying castle ship thing look, looked fucking awesome. I have not played any of the new modern Mario games. <sighs> no, I, I kind of feel like I'm missing out because I of haven't it. owned a Nintendo since the 64, so I've, I'm way behind on Mario, uh, Mario lore. Well, I had Wii for a while, but, you know... I don't know. I just get tired of buying systems. Like, I just want to buy a computer. Like, I'm sure I can find an emulator or something. I mean, I'm still rocking a PS4. I've not even, like, gone uh, current gen yet. <laughs> That's because they're not available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell, even my fancy gaming computer I bought, I've got one game on it. I'm like, I think I need to get back into gaming. <laughs> one game to rule them all. Well, this thing is, like, I'm having to take a break from cigars, I'm going to have to like get back into gaming so I have something to do. <laughs> so is Chris Pratt a guy that, you know, can tame raptors and do all this cool stuff? Like, what's his interaction with Yoshi going to be like? Dude, if he doesn't do the uh, Jurassic World, like, hand thing, like, Mario throws up his hand and, like, you know, fucking <laughs> tames Yoshi. <laughs> I mean, we did see uh, Luigi in the trailer, too, running from the skeleton Koopas, so it's like... We didn't see any Yoshis in the trailer, but he needs to ride a Yoshi or we're all going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to have to wait a little bit on this one. April 7th, 2023 is the anticipated release date, barring any uh, unforeseen circumstantials. And the thing that told me that Hollywood is officially out of ideas, we have the blockbuster trailer. <laughs> Literally, you know. It's a comedy about the last blockbuster in existence. Which... What was it uh, the guy playing him? He's he's played. Uh, is it? I can't remember his name, but he was in Wandavision. He was in Ant Man. He's funny as shit. I always like things that that he's in. Uh, and uh, J B Smooth too apparently is in it. So it's got a good cast of like comedic actors. So it may be pretty funny. I mean, the trailer looked amusing. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's gonna be fun, lighthearted, and everything else. Um. Looks like Netflix will be debuting this one on November 3rd. Um, so, you know, if if you're tired of all the dark, creepy, spooky things and you need something, you know. So it comes out in November. You, record, you recover from your your Halloween spookiness by some comedy. Yes. <laughs> get, you, get you back lighthearted before Christmas gets here. Yeah. You got Thanksgiving. You can't have a Christmas without Thanksgiving first. <laughs> That gives the thanks and eats all the foods. Or... Yeah, I'll be eating like a turkey shake this year. It'll be fine. <laughs> throw, throw some turkey in a blender. <laughs> be like, dude, I brought you a poultry shake. 
<laughs> oh god, that just sounds disgusting. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, you go to most shake places now, and it's like, okay, you want protein? You want this? You want? Dude, we'll add some proteins for you. <laughs> we'll take good care of you. Oh. Well, that's all we got for you this week. Check us out on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're also on the ESO Network at ESONetwork.com. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cigar Nerd Pod, And we're also on the YouTubes. And uh, iTunes. And all the things. Wherever you find this, you know, leave us a review. Uh, pick up your energy at StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo code CigarNerds. Pick up your shirts at RealMenSmokeCigars.com. And uh, my favorite quote from Day Shift, I'm going to fart in my yogurt, and tomorrow you're going to eat my fart. Good night. <laughs> and this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We're your hosts, Smokin' Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.